Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. As the old saying goes, a picture paints a thousand words. And a good friend of mine, Chris Arjun from Generation CFO, ran a poll recently around what level of business information we're producing in accounting and finance. And he did this as part of a panel where we were there with two other thought leaders on finance analytics. That was Jesper Sorensen and Brian Kalish at the Finex Summit. What Christopher was looking to understand so we could discuss this at the panel was what level we were at. So level one will be your historical actuals, what happened, your level two, your actuals analysis, so why did something happen? Your level three is where some of us operate with data-driven predictions, so what will happen? And level four is where finance and accounting professionals are taking the data and driving actions from it. So thinking about how can I make something happen from this? And how the results spread out was that about 14% of the 189 people who answered were at level 1, 44% were level 2, 26% at level 3, and 16% at level 4. So whilst I'm encouraged to see that we're all not at level 1, uh, I'm still a little concerned that more of us aren't yet near level 4. And this is what really, not something that I'm saying matters to me, it matters to others. Given the speed of technological development or understanding around data level one to three are going to require less human intervention you know let's uh, look at it in a framework for assessing the quality of our business information provision i wrote in my first book about this gears methodology for and if we look at the scenario of let's say a lot of us were being asked to do a lot of forecasts at the moment given the very uncertain times we're in and run a number of different scenarios, what does that mean when we have these levels down with these, this, this, this GEARS framework? So G stands for governed, right? So if you're at level two or three, which most of us are at, you know, IT are getting much more on top of data security. There's policies in place. Data sets are being defined. There's a greater amalgamation of non-financial and financial data sets a lot more companies are getting on top of that now if you are great but if you're not there and your it department's not there then you should be worried because they're getting there fast a lot of focus is going into this even around data access because of the threats of cyber security risk and how companies now are really realizing the value of the data within their businesses they're putting a lot more protections around this so that is definitely a concern. Another one is the economic, so E for economic. You know, some of these licenses helping us get nearer level four are like for a really low cost, like $10 a month. So it's much cheaper than any qualified or certified finance and accounting profession out there that I know in the world. And these tools work 24 seven, 365 366 days a year so it's very difficult to compete with some of the technologies that are happening at the level two and the level three levels which is about analyzing our actuals and driving data-driven predictions only yesterday i had a, a previous guest mentor on the show sharing with me an app he's developed that allows him to do a lot more predictive analytics in the space of seconds Whereas uh, this type of work used to take one of my analysts probably about a day to do every month. So it's just amazing how fast things are changing. And um, 
the A in the gears methodology is accuracy. So a lot of these tools, these artificial intelligence tools are learning their accuracy at their predictions, particularly at level three, feeding that back in and doing it again and again. And we all know how finance teams don't like unexpected surprises, uh, particularly if those expenses come in higher than we'd forecast and so on. So they're incorporating that feedback much better than we probably could. Then there's the R statistic, which is relevance. A lot of our uh, tools now, particularly at level two and three, so where we've got, say, people in the business or clients or so on, they're accessing their actuals and also these predictions of what might happen. They're, they're actually being able to select what things they want to view, what areas of the P&L or the balance sheet and what to look at and they're selecting what's relevant to them so they don't really need us as much to do that for them and if they're using these types of dashboards or portals to access data most of it now is in real time so s for speed in the, in the gears acronym it's there already so if we're resting on our laurels at level two and level three you know it's not going to be long before we're going to be left behind and made irrelevant painting a bit of a scary picture but i i don't really want to do that because if you can get to that level four, and I think that's where we should be heading, it's actually a really great place. It's where the data comes to life. It's where it's put into action. It's also where we can develop great influence over what we do, the impact we make with our clients, with our customers, our stakeholders. And it also gives us a chance, a much better chance of having a more meaningful, rewarding and successful career in accounting and finance. And I, I do think it comes back to this idea of value. And value is what they say is in the eye of the beholder. And a lot of people get confused with this idea of, oh, if I solve problems, I'm adding value. Technically, maybe that's a bit older, level one to three thinking. Actually, what you sh should be maybe thinking about or reframing problem solving is to something that you're exploiting opportunities on things to do with the data, with the business information, partnering with other human beings, go make it happen. Because that's the bit that machines can't replace it's something where somewhere they can't go yes they can they can manipulate consolidate make more consistent more accurate multiple data sets but they can't access and connect multiple experiences gained in the real world convert that data into financial impacts successfully have a gut feel for where it's going spotting trends that their algorithms historically haven't been able to pick up because new things do emerge over time and they don't probably have that appreciation of how humans react or what needs to happen to get people to take action at that level four level, particularly that access to the right decision makers, which I think as finance and accounting professionals, we are trained to connect the dots better, perhaps around how humans make decisions to improve the, the viability of our organizations and get through the short-term challenges that might be there. So take that long-term perspective rather than knee-jerk short-term reactions all the time. And that's the type of counsellor organisations are looking towards and help them make these things happen. So look, hope you found that poll useful. Not too scary, but also as maybe an incentive not to rest on our laurels if we're at level two and three. And there is a path to level four, and that's why we invite guest mentors onto the Strength in the Number show to share with you their lessons hard one or easy to go after low-hanging fruit that you can easily uh, learn from uh, try out see what works for you what doesn't and ideally share with others and that's why we really appreciate when you share the, the show with others and that's why we've grown so quickly and continue to grow is this community this finance community comes together 
and actually wants to, to remain relevant, improve our influence and have more meaningful, successful and rewarding careers in accounting and finance. So as always, thanks for investing time with us today. We really appreciate it. And until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.